last time on Why Can't We Be Wizards. You guys pop back into existence in the past and uh, across the building, you see yourselves walk in. Is it bad if our past selves see our not past selves? What if we just kidnap that ghoul? Then you won't get mad at him. Then you won't be as mad later. But I need you to believe me that if you sabotage their business at this wedding, it creates a whole lot of hate and a lot of other stuff is going on at this wedding that's creating a whole lot of hate and that hate magic is real bad. He wants to make this a day of hate. It's like his hate wedding or whatever. So I guess we could ruin his hate by just not giving him our own. Well, anyway, the milk helps and this is my apology milk. Sorry. And I'm sorry. I I know this hasn't been easy for you. As soon as she says that, like, Freya runs to her and gives her a big hug. Skylar, why don't you channel this into it? Everyone's so happy. Resisting hatred, not giving in, not- Oh, yeah, okay. Um, so instead of love, it's more like resisting hate. That is self-love, though, right? And then everything fades to white. So I'm sure that we have discussed at length social anxiety on this show. Um, Like, I think the most obvious one for millennials probably is like, we all don't like calling people on the phone because why would you? Oh, I love that. Uh, I hate that. I don't think that's common. I just spoke on the phone for an hour with one of my friends. But yeah, continue. I know this is a common thing. But you know what I mean? Okay, well, it's less about friends in my mind. Like, I know some people don't even want to talk to their friends on the phone, but for me, it's like strangers. I don't like doing things with strangers when I don't know what the social customs are, right? Yeah, Kevin, didn't you give me an award when I called for like takeout? I'm sure (laughs) I did. party we were at. I'm sure that I did. But I want to apply this actually to other stuff in my life. Like, I don't like to engage in strangers unless I know like... Like, oh, this is going to be received well, which is a problem because, like, I don't like to use the horn on my car. I don't like honking. I don't like doing it. Even, like, I think a lot of people that are older than me use honking to just do any, like, whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. they're annoyed. They honk. They're saying hello. They honk. Like, my dad does this thing when he drives away where he honks twice to say bye. And I don't, that's wild to me. I don't understand why. It just gives me, like, just this anxious feeling. Mm -hmm. But today, I was leaving the grocery store. And as I pulled out, the grocery store near my house, it's got kind of this thing where there's sort of like a residential area on one side and then like a main road on the other side. So when you're leaving the grocery store, if you turn right, it's like a bunch of condos. And this time as I was leaving, a school bus was there because it was dropping children off at those condos. Mm -hmm. So I stayed back from the bus and waited. And as I'm sitting there, another car who I guess doesn't notice that there's a school bus drives up kind of quick and like thinks that oh he must be parked and starts to like try to like pull around me so I'm like oh no what do I do because in this moment I'm like if I honk to alert this person that's the right thing to do because then otherwise what if you know what if this car who doesn't see this bus is gonna like drive towards these children but also I was sitting behind a school bus and if I honk then I'm gonna seem like a jerk because it sounds like I'm saying hey 
school bus, hurry up. You kids are annoying. Uh, and I did honk, but I had a moment of just the most crippling <laughs> fear of what if someone thinks I'm a bad person? I only honk the horn if I think that otherwise I might get into a car accident. Yeah, I have to do yeah. that a lot. As a smart car, people just don't see me. So I always mm. recognize like when people are starting to get in my lane and I'm like, no, I'm here. Beep, beep. <laughs> but yeah, no, Kevin, you did the right thing. Um, oh, I know you, I did. You erred on the side of saving children <laughs> instead of disappointing a bus driver. I think that was good. Always a good, good call. Did the driver drive past you? Uh, she actually stopped next to my car when she realized what was happening. And then yeah. looked at me like she like I don't know I think she was embarrassed but also like didn't want wanted to play it off and like was it, it was weird it was weird oh that is weird huh. yeah and then like when it was time for you to go who <laughs> went first I let her go because <laughs> at that point I just wanted it to be over <laughs> <laughs> you just like parked next to each other oh. human beings are awkward yep yeah human beings as, human beings as Kristen calls them correct mm. delicious beans yeah it like lessens the impact of some things that people do it's just like oh everyone's just a human being yes. my mom she's driving down the street and the brakes stopped working and i remember her like turning back to make sure we were all buckled because in front of us at the end of the street there were a bunch of kids lined up for the bus and my mom just goes we're gonna crash and then <laughs> instead of continuing forward where all the kids were she swerved her car into a tree Oh, my God. Yeah. I had to get glass vacuumed out of my hair. Oh, my wow. God. Save the children. Was was everyone okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. So so I think what the moral Crazy. of the story today is, is if you're in a dangerous situation with a car and you need to save the children, you should do whatever it takes. Oh, yeah. Save the children. A hundred percent. This is a, a new version of the trolley problem. That's special <laughs> only for children. That trolley problem is silly. I can't believe it exists. Is it silly? It's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to read into that. Fun facts? Yeah, fun, fun, facts. Facts. fun facts. Fun facts. Oh, I've got a great fun fact. Is it Excellent. about Skylar's opinion on the trolley problem? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay, I can't wait. Okay, so Skylar wanted to impress Felicity. And so they planned a date where they found, you know how there's like history of Hogwarts books? They found a history of Francilopolis <laughs> and enchanted it with the time turner. So it was like a portal into the past as the history of Francilopolis. And so they took Felicity and like fell through the portal of the history book. And then they got to explore Francilopolis from like a history perspective and see some of the people who were there in the castle. And Felicity was like able to like get to know their people better and like where they come from. And then also Skylar planned a picnic date uh, by the water where they had lots of fun, lots of giggling and eating cheese. Nice. So wait, hold on. I don't, I'm not sure which time travel rules we decided 
work, but is Skylar now just like in the history book because they were there? So no, they just like charmed the book with the aid of the time turner before we used it in the last episode. Um, So it's like, it's just charmed. It's not like we're changing history. We're just like, yeah, yeah, we're just stepping in for using the principle of the time turner. It sounds like. And besides, as we have already established, time travel rules are wibbly wobbly, timey (laughs) and wimey. It's true. Yeah, we didn't affect anything. We just learned and had fun. That's delightful. And then I also level up. Ooh. Yes. So I am going to increase my relationship with Felicity as well uh, from that date. We had a nice time, but also increase my relationship with Marcus because they played with Marcus at the Maven Custards and they also like spent some time with him during the wedding, feeding him some apps on the down low and um, has just felt like they're understanding Marcus a little better. I guess that leads nicely into my fun fact, which is that I am also understanding Marcus a little bit better. I think that we've really gained an understanding and the Griffin bros and Caleb have gotten closer through the wedding. You know, we did find solidarity in our not hatred, but, um, you know, we just disagree with Doug's values. We all think that Doug is wrong together and we don't have to hate him to think that he is wrong. But I do. I do still hate Doug. Tracks. Whatever happened to that guy at the end of the last episode? We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, you'll find out. Uh, Find out next time on (laughs) Why Can't We Be Wizards? Well, uh, this This is the next time of the last time. Find out this time on... (laughs) No, uh, yeah, all right. (laughs) But yeah, I think I also would like to improve my relationship with my brother. Do your Skylar, what's your relationship with my brother at? Uh, It is currently at a three. Wow. Wow. Uh, Okay, well... That's like a best friend score. Now, my relationship with Marcus is at plus two. I don't have any relationships at plus three, fam. Really? Yeah, you're all my highest and you're all twos pretty much. Should I increase you all to threes? I mean, we're pretty close. We're tight. If you feel that way. Do I feel that way? Do you, do we feel like a two to you? Gosh, (laughs) not when Marcus is a three. It really puts things in perspective, you know? (laughs) How many other random characters are at plus three on your sheet though, Charlotte? Don't. Why, Kevin? Why yeah, did you start this? <laughs> We've already that. been through this don't, list. Don't give me the list. <laughs> the episode can't be two hours long. Mitch is like, you want me to list all the characters I, I have got relationships? I, I got it. I can do that. Uh, I, I can go next with fun facts. Uh, so as you all know, Leo has had pocket bacon almost all the time while at Hogwarts because, you know, just infinite bacon. Go to the Great Hall and get it and just have it in your pocket and keeps it fresh enough, you know, that it's not that gross to to him uh but you know ever since we've been on the road and we haven't had the great hall and infinite bacon he has been missing his pocket bacon so at one point he went to a store and got all he could find was bacon bits and they're in they're in like a, a shaker container right so he's just got some bacon bits in his pocket which to be fair is a lot more sanitary because they're in a is container that even bacon <laughs> Uh, but it's just, yeah, he's just, sometimes when he's stressed out, he'll just like do some bacon bits real quick. Oh man. <laughs> I keep them in the fridge, but I, I have gotten pre-cooked bacon these days. It's really nice to just be able to like pull out some bacon and eat it when you want it. Yeah. I, it's not as good, but it's still bacon. It's still good. Mm. Again, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna ask the, the question that immediately came to mind. Is that bacon? Is it actually bacon? No, it's because what you're describing to me is like salt. <laughs> 
and fat. I mean, yeah. what but, else but do you bacon. want out of bacon? It's close enough for his his purposes. Okay. <laughs> but no, it is sad that he's he's not as happy about it. Uh, Leo also has a level up. Uh, unless anyone else wanted to riff about bacon bits, I did not. Okay. Nope. So, uh, Leo had a real good time in the cake with the Griffin Bros. Uh, he bonded uh, during that whole thing where it was in Legend and ran around. And there was like, you know, it's bigger on the inside and he was just hanging out with them. And so he's going to go from a one to two with the Griffin Bros. Um, they let him play with the sort of Gryffindor. It was pretty cool. They let so. him play with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can touch it, but you have to give it back. Yeah. Four swings and then I want to turn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can go next. So Freya's fun fact is that it's, you know, it's really unfortunate that she saw Francis at this wedding because they've been in a long-term relationship for the past like couple months that like Freya and everybody has been on the run. And in that moment, she's like, I really want to spend time with you, but I can't right now. Um, and then when she, when everybody went back in time, she didn't even get to talk to him again. So Freya's feeling like the relationship is working out. She's trying to make it work, but it's really hard and she is struggling. He's waiting for you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> that relationship is adorable. I really hope it works out. Are you talking about the arranged marriage? Is that what we're all talking about here? Well, it turned well, into an actual relationship. Yeah. Right? That's Francis true. Francis and Freya, are, are, they like each other. They love each other. Oh, the L word. Well, Freya has not put that into words yet. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, doesn't he have like a promise ring for you? Yeah. And Freya is still wearing it. Uh, engagement. Well, how nice. That's right. <laughs> I, I forgot you were engaged. I actually had a fun fact this time, guys. Betrothed. I did it. You did. Yeah, that was pretty Yay. fun. Yay. Better than bacon bits. Easily. <laughs> wasn't, Everything wasn't is better than contest, bacon bits. But yes. Bacon bits might be my worst fun fact. Dear Diary, what a trip. We just went back in time, and I got to eat twice the amount of appetizers. I heard some nice things about my mom from my birth father, how they fell in love, how someone else was in love with my mom. Johnny? I've fallen in love myself. It's the best feeling ever. I feel like the whole world is prettier. Every moment is slower. Every action is intentional and sincere. Whoa. I think I just realized that my mom and Derry must have felt the same way that I'm feeling now. That's a weird thought. Well, it seems like love conquered again. And we've closed another spigot. I wonder where the next one will be. Yeah, and so flash of white light, the world is filled with magic and twinkly sparkles fall to the ground. You hear like 40 people at the bar singing and making merry. And Doug, as the light clears, is squatting with his arms pulled against his chest like he's trying to do like a, I'm trying to turn into a Super Saiyan like he's Goku from Dragon Ball Z. And his vein is popping and he's like, ah, ah. And it doesn't work. Nothing happens. And he looks left and he looks right and he looks left and he looks right. And he's like, uh, and there's a 
beat of silence. I think Leo shouts out, expecting something, Doug? <laughs> and then somebody else in the crowd is like, hey, was he trying to, was he trying to like do something bad? Yes. Uh, 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 I think so. Get, get him. And then like a bunch <laughs> of people start rushing the stage. Maybe we just dip. Maybe we should leave. <laughs> I don't trust the random criminals at this party to take my father to the authorities. That's Let's fair. capture him ourselves. Janie, do you have someone? Uh, like what? Like someone part of the government to arrest him? No one's brought anyone from the government to this criminal wedding? I always make sure to have a government official with me when I He's go to a He's escaped from Azkaban. Like the police? We're not in England. But he escaped from Azkaban. I, Azkaban's not in England either. I don't know that I necessarily have the time right now to talk about the concept of jurisdiction to, with you. Um, but suffice to say, I think it's a little more complicated than that. Oh, and no. then Charlotte, why don't you roll notice something? Okay. Six, seven, eight, nine... 10. Okay, uh, complete sex. You look to your left and there's 40 McGurkin stuffins all standing there. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Skylar waves to all of them. <laughs> they all in unison say, hey, and wave back. <laughs> Do any of you work with the like law department or are you all farmers? <laughs> uh, they all look at each other and they're turning each other's heads and then one of them raises their hand and walks to the front and this McGurkin Stuffin is wearing like a police outfit and he's like, oh, 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 I'm uh, I'm Constable McGurkin Stuffin. You know? <sighs> I do work for and, the law department. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the other McGurkin Stuffins pats him on the back is like, you go, Cousin Martin. I'm glad you passed the exam last week. Last week. <laughs> Constable McGurkin Stuffins. That man is an escaped Convict. Azkaban convict. While you're saying that, some of the angrier people in this crowd have now rushed the stage, are climbing up, and have now got Caleb's dad in a headlock. Just and... all, all because they thought he was going to do something bad that was ambiguous. Yeah, and he's like, ow, 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 you're pulling my arm. There'll be no killing for you today, Doug. I don't care about your arm, Doug. You're going where you should have gone a long time ago. Ba- back to there, though, because you were there and you got out. But this time, you no, won't. No, no, that he, was a different He never job. was. Oh, he was, was the one who helped break the others right, out. Right, right, He's right, the right. most guilty person here. Ow, 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 ow. Hold wait, please. Can I, just, can I have one second? Can we please just, can I please, you're hurting my arm. Like, game off for a second, please. Uh, I don't think that's a thing. Uh, can I go take his wand? Oh, yeah. We should, like, Akio his wand or something. Uh, oh, 100%. Uh, you're going to have to roll something to do that, but yes. I'm going to use body. Okay, yep. Roll struggle. No way. I got a double ones. <laughs> no, oh, no. The one time body doesn't work. That never happens. It's a five. As you walk over to your dad, you don't realize that like he's got the drop on you because he taught you a lot of those moves you're yeah. realizing in that instant. And he moves his leg just to the side and twists his ankle so that you take a step forward and fall awkwardly. And he uses that momentum to pull himself out of the grass of these other guys and then says sorry bye and he disapparates uh we still got that time turner can we can we just undo that what a terrible time to roll double ones is my is freya's mom still there yeah she is standing right there and she's got her hand on her mouth i think this is the wrong time to tell you i told you so but (laughs) are you good well I can't say I'm surprised. I still don't understand why you went through with this, if you thought this could happen. 
Uh, and the crowd starts to disperse as they all kind of grumpily start walking around. Some of them go back to the bar. Uh, you see Constable McGurk and stuff and walk up and he's like, well, seems like a clear case of missing escaped person. So I don't, we got to figure it out. He and- definitely was going to try to murder everybody, by the yeah, way. Like, he was. don't ask us why we know that. And but- uh, and Viola says, Freya, look, I, I told you before, I understand that you think that what you're trying to do and how you're trying to do it is going to be successful but you don't know what you're doing and frankly you you might think that you're the only person in the room who has any idea how to solve this problem but sometimes things are more complicated mother i really don't need the lecture right now uh why don't you take the ghoul go home and if doug contacts you can you let me know okay mom <laughs> uh, as you ask that question Derry farlighter walks up to you and he says so uh well seems like things went a little off the rails here can't say i'm that surprised given what we've seen with doug recently and viola rolls her eyes and looks back at him and says can you just for once can you not be this condescending and he says look we can do it without him we'll figure it out i'm i've already i'm already getting my crew back together and he points to a bunch of the guys who are now milling uh in the back of the room looking intimidated Intimidating. So yeah, I mean, we're, we'll figure that out. We got, we will, we got, we got some guys. We got some guys. We can do it. And uh, oh, good, you got some guys. She folds her arms and says, "You know what? Fine. Figure something out and let me know." Okay. So, sorry. What is this? What are you doing, Freya? Like I said, you're not the only ones that have plans that try to solve problems. Was this you guys trying to solve a problem, Freya? Do you do you know what happened? Doug started just killing people. Uh, Derry's like, yeah, I told you, he's a ding dong. <laughs> and Viola says, can we just can we just not look, Freya? Try not to mess anything else up, okay? And <laughs> with that, she disapparates. Oh my god. Yeah, we got to get their wands next. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. She wants hey, yeah. me to not mess things up? Me? She was about to marry some guy who turned into like a mutant. And uh, Derry puts his arm around your shoulder and is like, that's how it goes sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> as soon as he does that, like Freya visibly is like grossed out and like shrugs his arm off. All right. Well, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. Uh, I'm going to go. All right, boys. And he points to the group of men and he twists his finger and says, all right, we're out. And disapparates as well. What just happened? I wish I could do that. Can we disapparate? Is that a thing that we can get do? Did we learn that? You can try. It is. Uh. You're supposed to learn it this year, I think. You don't have a license to. But I think we don't. The risk of us getting splinched is not zero if we try that. A, a non-zero chance, which yes. is yes. <laughs> a non-zero chance, but the bad kind. Well, that no one, there's no good or bad. I would say getting splinched is pretty bad. Okay, fine. There is bad, and it's getting splinched. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only bad. Yeah, everything else is fine. Man, our parents are real pieces of work. Yeah. Does this mean the marriage is off? <laughs> I think I so. Would say yeah. So. I think I want to find my mom and see if she's okay. 
Good call. Uh, yeah, you walk through the crowd a little bit. You can find her pretty quickly. She's like standing next to your dad. Hey guys, uh, how are you? How are you doing? Uh, Leo, are you are you all right? Uh, you 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 worried us there a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. We we do this kind of stuff pretty often, and uh, we're usually generally okay. Uh, because the podcast would be bad if we weren't. Um, I, I just want to make sure you guys are okay. They look at each other and then they look back to you and your dad's like, well, we're all right, but I think we need to go find your sister. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. I think that we probably all need to talk a little bit about a few things. Uh, I think she probably has some things to say to you guys that she didn't want to say and she may need some help saying them. So family meeting at some point. Leo, we're sorry that we didn't take you seriously. Uh, That was that was quite the show there. I don't want to be in the way of whatever this is and whatever it is that you're doing and what you need to do. Um, So just be safe, okay? We'll do our best. It's kind of a dangerous thing, but it's really, really important. Uh, and I, I think that it's important that we're the ones to do it. And I don't know that I fully understand why, but it seems to be the case. So yeah. But I, I'm also sorry that I didn't really understand just how important the catering thing is to you guys and how, you know, different people have different priorities and I shouldn't have tried to brush it off. Um, I'm sorry. No, Leo, don't apologize. I, I'm the one that's apologizing here. Can't we both apologize? <laughs> yeah, and you gotta get in the big family hug. Hug magic. All right, Wait, should we roll magic. hug magic? Of course you have to roll hug magic. All right, I'm rolling hug magic. I got an eight. Okay, mixed success. It's an acceptable hug, but Dakota doesn't show up. All right. Dakota. <laughs> I love you guys. I think it's gonna be okay. It might be a while, but I think everything's gonna be okay. We love you too, Leo. Yeah, Leo, Leo's tearing up a bit. I don't think they say that to him very often. Skyler, I want you to roll Tough It Out. Okay. So I rolled an eight. Tough It Out is minus three. So I get a star. Star. I'm so lucky. With a complete (laughs) failure, you feel- That's another way to put that. uh, You feel like all of a sudden, it's like your head is splitting open. Like you get this like Harry Potter, Voldemort style headache that like you can't even function all of a sudden. Oh no, magic headache. Ah! Uh, you see Skylar like wrap their head in their hands. Their fingers are like contorted and just wrapping their forehead. Skylar, are you okay? Skylar? Ah! They fall to the, their knees. Quick, somebody call a magic doctor. No, we've got to get them out of here. I, I think I run over and put my arm around Skylar and try to try to use my succeed on once a day on treat wounds. Okay. Uh, I got to come up with a re- of an organic way that I do that. And I don't know what the heck I would do. Well, what? Ah! I think what what you get is you know that it's got the symptoms of a migraine and that immediately puts your head back to what happened when Skylar first got their powers. Mm. Oh yeah. Maybe my treat wounds is that I like immediately know Skylar needs to be out of here because there's something here that's really screwing with their head. Oh, it hurts. Usher you away quickly. Guys, we need to get Skylar out of here. There's something bothering their powers, I think. Brain, my brain. Where's the, the port key that brought us here? I don't know. Skylar like releases their head and like just pushes it against the ice on the ground, trying to like cover up the head pain with physical pain from how cold the ice is. Caleb's gonna start tearing apart the room, looking for a way out, looking for anyone who has a port key. 
Or he would. Well, I mean, you guys know where the port keys were. They were outside of the building. Yeah. Do we? Should we figure out what's going on before we port key away? Because we, well. I mean, I don't. I don't think we should leave Skylar here. No, I'm scooping up Skylar. We're going. All right. Uh, Leo, if you want to stay and figure out what's happening, be my guest. No, I think we need to go. Uh, I think I'm going to be sick. I, I grab everyone's hands and I Akio port key. Uh, roll magic. Yeah. Does magic work now? I think we fixed the spigot. I assumed so. It totally works. Mm. Uh, that is six on the dice plus two. That's an eight. No. Oh, but Akio, what is Akio? What year is Akio? Uh, I have a plus four on Akio. So it's a 12. Okay. Complete success. A weird old boot just flies into your hand and you whisk everyone back to England and you're now standing in the parking lot outside of the Maven Custers. How's my head? It's the same. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Maybe we need to go to St. Mungo's. Last time we brought them to Madame Pumphrey. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna really write about that. And Skylar, you can also notice something if you want to. I got an eight. With a mixed success, your previous treat wounds gave you enough information that like now you're certain like, oh, this is definitely something weird happening with Skylar's power. Although you also know that normally it's related to being in the vicinity of something, but this doesn't seem like it is. I got a seven. I mean, a six. Okay. Failed. I think you get a taste of salt and like weirdly it makes you almost think of sushi, uh, but that's all you get in your mouth. And otherwise the feeling is just too overwhelming for you to be able to handle it i okay do we should we i think i'm dying do something i think uh, is there a spell to make someone unconscious i feel like maybe we put them to sleep so they're not in pain and then we figure out how to get them help there's a sleep spell i'm pretty sure oh yeah okay i just don't remember the name of it skylar what if you try to connect with all of our minds maybe if we share the mental load oh that's a good idea I don't think I could do anything right now. It hurts too much. You I, you totally can roll stuff if you want. Yeah, can I can I roll? I read about that to see if I know the sleep spell. Charlotte, the only thing stopping you is you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you need to. Yeah, you just do it. I rolled an eleven. I know that the sleep spell is Dorn Roshan. Okay. I looked it up. And then Skylar will try, and it's a magic roll. Yeah, you can roll magic if you want to try to meld everyone's minds together. It's a twelve. Okay. Um, immediately that splitting headache turns into this sort of like dull rolling pain in the back of <sighs> your head that is now shared between all four of you. Oh, okay. All right. I can Thanks, still stand up. guys. Yeah. Uh, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, what? Is this because of the thing we did at the last? Okay. Freya, I want you to roll notice something now. Actually, everybody roll notice something. I got a nine. Notice. Uh, I got a complete success. Seven. That is a six. So yeah. failure. So while everybody's kind of trying to figure out what to do next while dealing with this headache thing, Caleb's wolf ears pick up something very quickly. You hear muffled something in the beaded bag. In the what bag? The in beaded the bag. The bag of holding. The, oh, we the have a bag of, of holding. holding. That's right. Yeah. I open it. Does anyone else taste like salt? Do we? Do we all taste salt now? You all taste something. And you could all roll uh, to see if you can identify it. I eat some bacon bits to try to help and it does make Notice it Notice something? <laughs> I rolled a 11. Nine. With complete success though, Freya knows that you taste seaweed and kelp. It's... it's the sea something from atlantis maybe maybe uh, but i opened the bag and i yeah what's in the bag look inside i like rummage around in it uh yeah when you open the bag you hear it a little bit more clearly uh it's coming from your communication book oh, oh. 
I open it. Uh, yeah, when you open it, uh, a face pops out of the pages a little bit, and you immediately recognize Mark. It's Mark. Mark from season four, the guy <laughs> who was uh, the human that was at Atlantis, yeah. but like full time. The normal person at Atlantis. Yeah. The non Atlantean. Atlantean. And he's like, oh, you guys, I, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you, could, um, this worked. I didn't, I wasn't sure. I, 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 I need your help. Something terrible has happened. And something, uh, did you guys just do something? Was it, was it just something happened just like in the last 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, we closed the spigot. We closed the spigot, but with love, we did the good version of that, right? Ow. Um, this is kind of complicated to explain. Um, oh crap. Hold on. And he pauses for a second. And then you hear him again and he says, sorry, I don't think they hear me. Um, look, something happened to all the Atlanteans. It's been kind of, I've been a little bit worried about it for a little while, but something just happened and it's, it's happened now that they're gone or well, not gone, but like, it's like they're melded. I, I, it's hard to look. What? Uh, I, I'm not safe here. I need you guys to come and find me and rescue me. And I'll explain everything while I'm there. Um, I'm in a dorm in the edge of the Blibblethorpe campus, but I think someone's cut. And then it just cuts out. Ooh. Okay, so how do we get to Atlantis? Well, the night bus goes there now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I always take the night bus. We should take the night bus. Let's go out and flag it down. God damn it. <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> Stupid show. Did you, did you forget that the night bus Yeah, of course I coming? forgot that the night bus was going to land. I mean, you established it in canon. I feel like Kevin was more laughing at how ridiculous this show has gotten, yeah. not at the fact that we ruined his plans. <laughs> no, no, I did oh, have sh- a whole thing where I figured you guys were going to have to do a bunch of work to get to Atlantis, but you know what? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, We ruined I, Kevin's plan again. I step into the road and I like stick out my wand and think about the night bus. Yeah, and immediately the night bus pulls up and stops short from running right into a muggle car. And the door opens. Quick, we all need to get to Atlantis to make our heads stop hurting in a bad magic way. Um, hello, my name is... Is this the keeper of the bridge? Jame, no, that, what? No, that's, <laughs> uh, that's a different guy. Skylar, the sure. same guy. Skylar peeks over his shoulder. Is the cat lady there? The cat lady is obviously there. There's three times yes. as many cats as last time. Yes. <laughs> Does that make the headache a little bit less because cats are great? I mean, slightly distracted a little <laughs> bit for a second. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is uh, that the fair for Atlantis is is double the normal rate. Is that okay with you? I throw, before he finishes the sentence, I throw him a bag of galleons. Oh, oof. oh, you got me there right in the tummy. Oh, I just have sure? heavy bags of galleons. You don't me. have like a brother or a cousin who like lives at the end of time. I'm an only child. Mm, and he winks. I said a cousin. <laughs> this is important right now. Kevin's got a limited number of voices. Let's He's go. He's an only cousin. <laughs> His name is Jeremy. And he winks. That's what I was going for. He winked. He knows. I knew it. There's a twinkle in the back of his eye, just like Dumbledore. <laughs> I knew it. Are you saying that the night bus operator was Bernard Dumbledore this whole time? (laughs) It's a different guy every time. (laughs) It has been a different guy every time. There's more than one night bus. Oh, wow. (laughs) There has to be. How could they constantly be exactly where you need them? Magic, Kevin. Have you been listening to this whole show? (laughs) Oh, 
my god, you just blew Kevin's mind. <laughs> all right, but you're, you're all getting on the bus. Yeah, we all get on the bus. Atlanta's. Okay. We're in a hurry. Our heads hurt pretty bad. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. So you get on the bus, and the night bus conductor says, "All right, here we go," and closes the door slowly, and then the bus shoots out into the night. Is Mark Ruffalo on the bus? I was gonna ask the same thing. <laughs> he never uh, leaves. He's famous. That's a good question. There's a lot of cats. So if you want to know this question, you're gonna have to look for him. I like how this is important right now. (laughs) Oh, I see him or I see if he's here. I got double sixes. Complete failure. I have no idea. With the complete success, the fact that the bus has to do five other stops because there's a bunch of other passengers on the bus means that it affords you plenty of time to find Mark Ruffalo, who quickly transforms from a cat into Mark Ruffalo. And he says, hi, I'm Mark Ruffalo. You might know me from such films as The Incredible Hulk, The Avengers, some of those other movies like that. I also was in a movie where we were finding the Zodiac Killer, but nobody really watched it. What can I do for you? Uh, Can I get your autograph on and Skylar ruffles through their ruffles and pulls out um, a wooden duck? I don't... You know that... Can you sign this? They also pull out a quill. You want me to sign a duck? That's only the third weirdest thing I've signed today. Sure. Yes. He takes the quill and signs it. Thanks. Skylar cares so much about this that through the pain, (laughs) I cannot get your autograph. It's a dull, it's a dull headache. You feel, you all feel like you need an aspirin right now. All right. Yeah. Now it's dull. I can actually think. I was going to ask, like, not to not to be the student who reminds the teacher that they didn't assign the homework, but do we get a, a penalty on rolls because we have this headache? You get a penalty Ooh. on body rolls. Okay. Body rolls. <laughs> well, I already get three in those, so I'm fine with that. Sure. Uh, but yeah, okay. So if you guys don't want to do anything on this dumbed up bus. <laughs> um, yeah, the whoa, bus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying that there's something to do on the bus? No, I mean, I didn't think there was anything to do on the bus. I didn't even know the bus existed until five minutes ago. So no. But if you want to do anything on the bus, feel free. Oh, yeah. Skylar's going to brush up on their Blibblethorpian. How, how does that work? Um, It's called Magi Duolingo. <laughs> and uh, it's a language program but that you, allows but you. But you all got rid of your phones. But it's magic oh, no, it's, one. It's, it's on in book the book. Or whatever, yeah. Oh, it's in Freya's book. Freya's yeah. book has, Freya's apps, book has now, apps now. And, okay, yeah. No, we did establish that like you've all got a, like an Instagram page or whatever, and it's attached to the book. My book is just the internet now, okay? <laughs> right. But like a secluded internet. It's the dark web. It's the dark web. <laughs> it is. Oh, no. What have I done? No, it's fine. It's a cooler <laughs> dark web that's got wizard stuff instead of, you know, what's on the actual dark web. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, as far as I know, is just Bitcoin. Is that what Bitcoin is? That's not even on the dark web. We don't need to get into what the dark web is. It's bad. Well, yeah, Skylar is brushing up on their Blibblethorpian and holding proudly a wooden duck signed by Mark Ruffalo. Uh, I think Caleb is going to start talking to strangers on the bus, trying to get their feedback about how magic's been going for them. Okay. Uh, why don't you... This guy feels got to be a roll, right? Like, we gotta... Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Is it a convince roll? I mean, I think it is. But hold on. Let me look at I'm going to open the thing and give me one second. Uh, I also hear that the night bus offers a variety of amenities, such as a library, spa, cinema, and snack bar. Do they have ibuprofen? They do have ibuprofen uh, and little hippogriffs that dispense it. Excellent. Like live hippogriffs? That's what I'm adding to the scene. All right. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that 
Is that slavery? I hope not. It's probably fine. No, no. They get paid well. They get paid. Okay, I feel bad. In ibuprofen. In, in ibuprofen. <laughs> it's their favorite snack. Can hippogriffs have ibuprofen? Sure. It's actually their currency in their society. Uh, but yeah, roll. Why don't you roll read between the lines? Actually, you're just making small talk with these people, and you're trying oh to. Oh my god! Some information. It's two ones. You need to get different <laughs> oh my dice. God. You need no. These dice. are my normal dice. They're these are lucky. They, they broke. always roll oh, high. Those, those straight to jail that, right away. Yeah, yeah you gotta you put them in jail. Straight to jail. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so are that's they a lucky three. or are I, they just poorly weighted? That's five stars. I gotta. I gotta level up. I guess. Woohoo! So that's something. Always look on the bright side. Well, as the bus careens into the ocean, you learn nothing. Sploosh. Uh, yeah, but it does It does the magic school bus thing where it like very clearly transmogrifies itself into a submarine as it goes yes. under the water. Love that. And like the bus driver starts telling you fun facts about the ocean. He's like, well, if you look to your left, that is colloquially referred to as the manta ray, but its actual scientific name in the magical community is is sticky sticky danger boy uh that doesn't sound right that doesn't sound scientific well am i the bus driver or are you the bus driver young man it's your last name frizzle look is someone trying to make you come up with these fun facts every week because (laughs) you don't need to do it you kind of do you only need to do that if you have a podcast i got high marks in all of my performance reviews Based on customer feedback, I'll t- let you know. Uh, oh, anyway, looks like we're here. And he looks up, and you're now just outside the giant Atlantis dome. It was a cold and sweaty, I mean, stormy night. Also, it's a funeral. Evening Professor Doctor's funeral. That's the character that hired Dr. Professor Wizard! Dr. Professor Wizard sits in the front row somehow making things worse. He has regrets. I have regrets. Improbably, all of the characters we've met so far are here. Vicious troll violinist is in the front, shyly holding his violin, hoping someone will ask him to play. I'm pretty good. Pedro, the preschool painter, walks in, wearing his best business suit, and sits by the back, next to Dr. Scientist Witch, whose face is obscured behind a dark veil slash surgical mask. Dr. Professor Wizard turns to look at the dog behind him. We've never met this dog. What an interesting group of suspects. I mean criminal. I mean mourners. Good thing you get me, dog. Bark, 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 bark. Right. Innocent until proven guilty. What a good boy you are. Ooh, scritches. Who gets scritches? I get scritches. Wait, what? Uh, I mean, bark. Oh, oh, okay. Suspicious informant Shadow and Crow named Carl waltz in, look around in surprise, exit, then walk back inside with a more somber expression. Mortician zombie clown stands up to begin his eulogy. We are gathered here today to remember the life of, uh, what's their name? Oh, yeah, right. Evening, Professor Doctor. Evening to you, too. I see here that, uh, according to my notes, you are all ex-business partners of Evening, Professor Doctor. Weird. Now, before we begin, if anyone does not want this funeral to continue, speak now or forever hold bark, your peace. Bark! I object! <gasps> Oi! The gasp. The dog stands up and unzips the top of his head down to his belly button? A figure that looks a lot like Very Tiny Tim steps out. Super enormous Tom! Who are you and what have you done with my new friend dog? Is the killer here? 
at the funeral? What happened to that cute dog? Doesn't Pedro the preschool painter look absolutely adorable in his best business suit? Find out next time on Dr. Professor Wizard and the Red Hippo! Hi everybody, it's Kevin, your resident Potter nerd. Okay, so you know my motto is that it's harder and therefore more satisfying to talk about why you like something than why you don't. But I do have to call it a minor inconsistency in the latest episode of Dr. Professor Wizard. Since when do people object at funerals? Anyway, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Why Can't We Be Wizards? I don't have a lot for you guys this week. I just want to thank all of you for your years of support. Sharing the show with your friends, coming to the Discord server to say hi and ask questions. Uh, It's really just such a treat to hear from you all, so thank you. Okay, as always, I want to thank Table Story for our awesome game system, Witchcraft and Wizardry. It's great. They're great. Go check them out. All right, that's going to be it for me this week. We will be back in two weeks on February 2nd. And with that, let's get back to the show. Immediately, it's very clear as the bus submarine starts attaching itself to the port that something is very wrong. The door opens and there's a red flashing light. It looks like water has started pouring in a little bit. So it's not flooded completely, but there's like three or four inches of water on the floor. And there's sparks flying on one of the panels to the automatic door that's now halfway open and it keeps halfway opening and closing. It looks like what you would find in an aquatic-based horror video game. Yikes. That doesn't look good. And uh, the the bus driver holds out his hand expectantly. High five. Didn't we pay you, like, triple what we were supposed to? Well, that was to the company. And he eyes his hand. Guys, we're rich. (laughs) Yeah, I pull out another bag of galleons. I guess I'm the one with giant bags of galleons in my cloak. Yeah, I only took one. So this is all on you, buddy. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't think we gave Leo all the money. How many bags of galleons you got left there, son? I I think you should roll to see if you gave Leo all the money. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't. We 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 specifically said Caleb took a bunch of money. evenly, and it's just that there was that much. I give him one more galleon. Uh, yeah, he takes it. He bites it. He's satisfied. And he says, all right, well, see you later. Have fun storming the castle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I've played Bioshock, and this is not going to be good. Yeah, you okay. imme- as soon as you walk in, you immediately find like an old tape that you have to put into your tape machine. <laughs> we don't have a tape machine. <laughs> that, that, was a, that, was a, that was a good Bioshock joke. That was a listener. good Bioshock joke. <laughs> was, it, was it a good Bioshock joke? I thought you were going to say that we run into a big daddy. I don't I haven't played it, so I don't know. It's a video game that takes place in a city under the sea that has gone yeah. bad. Yeah, uh, that sounds scary. It it's is. It is. Yeah. Oh no, I'm scared. Is there anybody around? Well, right now you're in the sort of pressurization chamber and the door is kind of like hanging half open. Uh, but it doesn't seem like there's anyone in this room. Uh, cautiously step through the door. Or at least open it fully. Well, it's, slowly. It's, it's 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 on like a hinge, and it's kind of oh. broken, and it's half opening and closing. Uh, can we just low more of the door? Good. Yeah, that's good. I know good. it's not locked, but just like open it. Yeah, Skylar's like on the opposite wall, just pressed against the wall. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna try casting a low I'll stand between the party and the door. Right, roll magic. 
I got a 12. Nice. Little green lights show up at the top of the door and it shoops open. All right. On the other side, as you slowly step through, is an office that you know was where customs was. That also looks completely deserted. There's like some desks with glass walls in between. It almost looks like there has been a scuffle here. A table has been upturned. There's some chairs that are pushed against a wall. Papers are littering the floor. And this room as well seems like it's seen some flooding. And in fact, it actually looks like part of the protective bubble has been pierced and water is very, very slowly pouring into this room. Oh no. On the far side of the room, there's a door that you know leads to the quote unquote outside to the the city of Atlantis proper. I I cast Reparo on that crack. First of all, uh, why don't you roll magic? This might be bad. I rolled an 11 on the dice, so that's a 13. Also, Reparo is Reparo like a... Plus is, is a bazillion, lots of good success. When you cast Reparo, uh, it seems like for a second, the plasticky exterior heals over itself. And for a second, it holds, but then almost immediately, water pops through and it breaks again. Okay, that was the best success I could get on repairing and it didn't work, so... Uh, Something bad is happening here, guys, obviously, but worse than maybe I thought. Do you think the Atlanteans want separation again? Like, that that was their history, right? They used to be hidden? I think that we did something. We unleashed something when we fixed the other one. That's right. They did say, did you just do something in the last 10 minutes? And that affected them down here. Do you think there's a spigot here? Yes. If the spigots are all connected, is it like water? pressure like when you start closing multiple faucets the other ones get stronger <gasps> oh man no. that would make sense though yes so there's a spigot here that's gone real bad and we need to find it let's go but it, it disappeared everyone or something oh god i wonder i wonder if the atlanteans are experiencing the same kind of like headache that you are skylar um, maybe. And they're all connected, right? They are. Well, I hope they're okay. Uh, I think we need to keep moving. Yeah. yeah. Whatever we do, we need to do it quickly. We got to go fast. That was really painful. So we go We go into the- Wait, wait. Before we go anywhere, it's, how does our headache feel down here compared oh, to up above? Good point. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. So it's affecting like the, the magic in the air everywhere. But like, is it affecting magic? Or is it affecting... Skylar. Yeah. Is it because Skylar's been the one to channel the energy to close them? Oh, that is interesting and terrifying. Oh, man. I'm connected to all these. Oh, uh... man. Skylar's eyes go wide. Has has this happened before? Like, maybe more mildly? But, like, did you feel any pain any of the other times we closed a spigot? No. What the heck? Let's keep going forward. Yeah, I want to see if we can find someone to talk to. Yeah, I'll, I guess all we can do right now is keep looking around. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, so stepping through the door, who's going first? Uh, I'll I, go first. Okay, uh, so how do you open this door? I sniff. It's not wet, but I'm going to slowly open it, look through the crack, and like smell. All right, roll notice something. It's a complete success. Okay. Thank you, Dice. On the other side of this door are two Atlanteans 
not facing the door, but there are two Atlanteans a few feet away holding tridents. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say hello. All right. You open the door and say hi? Yes. I say greetings. And I'm ready for combat, obviously. But I would prefer not combat. Both of the Atlanteans turn towards you, their eyes glassy white, and brandish their tridents at you. Okay. What's wrong with their eyes? Uh, I'm going to knock one of their heads into the other one, trying to knock them both unconscious. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You're going to roll body, and it's a minus one because of your headache. I'm upset about this headache thing because my body stat (laughs) is intentionally created to be a three. You want me to take it back? I will Uh, if you need it. I don't know if the four of you can handle it, but I do need my body score. I could also use some inspiration in the future because this roll is a... 10 plus 2. Didn't even need it. I could have had a body score of 0. Okay. You James Bond these guys. You knock their heads together and they fall to the ground completely unconscious. You are now all, as you step out and look down at the bodies, standing in the city of Atlantis proper. Uh, stuff has gone bad. There are several leaks coming from the bubble into the main part of the city. At least half of it looks like six feet flooded on the west side of the city, which is like a little bit higher in the hills. Uh, it is not as flooded. But still, certainly, like, there's also a lot of mechanical problems. I want to remind you guys about the deal with Atlantis. I don't know if you remember this, but they were a techno-magic civilization. So a lot of the stuff that they're building is integrating magic with technology in a way that, like, they just do different kinds of magic and build their society with different kinds of, like, structural magic than regular wizard society does. Um, Right, they use that weird muggle stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But integrated with magic in a way that magic going bad probably screws up all the muggle tech. That makes sense. Um, Can Skylar approach the two that fell to the ground and try to assess their um, like state of being? They think the glassy eyed look was kind of suspicious mm-hmm. um like is there anything on them like you just want to like investigate their unconscious bodies yes or are you trying to like learn something magic um i think investigate their bodies okay then roll investigate uh six eleven twelve there's nothing really all that i mean they've got some equipment uh i think it's it's pretty clear that like these guys are guards in addition to their tridents, they both got knives. That seems like they are the fighting force of, or at least part of the fighting force of Atlantis. Okay. Uh, I guess I hold up a trident and say, Caleb, you want to hold this or? Uh, yeah, I I can take that. I take the trident. Um, Skylar then will look for any kind of magic on them if that's possible. You're looking for magic? Like, do you, like are you tr- what are you trying to learn? Um... Could you reach into their mind when they're unconscious? Yeah, are you reading their aura? Yeah, their aura. Okay, then roll magic. Okay. 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay, you learn a couple of things. One, they're in a great deal of pain, but it's almost like their brains seem to be blocking it out. Two, they have the exact same aura. And I don't mean that they're feeling the same emotions. I mean that 
as you've gotten better with your power, you've learned that there's sort of this sort of like vibrations in the air that are what you're actually kind of uh, at a meta level kind of experiencing. And it seems like these two are on the exact same wavelength. And that totally takes you off guard. It's really weird. Like it, they're like, they're supposed to be like fingerprints. No two people have the same. And these two do. Hmm. Uh, and the last thing that you notice is you feel a weird kinship with them. Hmm. Uh, you guys, they have the same aura. And like, I know that they share brain space, but it wasn't like this the last time we were here. I think something's affecting their heads. It's so strange. You got a hive mind situation? I'm not sure. I mean, before it was hive mind, but now... It's like even their auras are the same. That's not normal. Like they're clones or? Skylar casts Surgito on one of them. Removes enchantments. Uh, okay, roll magic. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Nothing happens. It's a complete success. The the enchant the charm works fine, and it just doesn't do anything. Well, they're not enchanted. Um, how about how about um, finite and cantatum terminates all spell effects. Uh, go ahead and roll magic. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven plus five because it's like a level two, year two, or something. Exact same situation. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens. Okay. So it's not a spell. It's not an enchantment. What? Do they have like chips in their brain or something? Like the, the technology going wonky affected them? Well, we need to go find Mark, right? Because we need to save Mark. I think let's let's go to that dorm and see if we can find Mark. Make sure he's okay. It sounded like he got attacked or something. I think we also should avoid being seen. Definitely. If all of the Atlanteans are like this and they're hostile, this seems pretty dangerous. We're not very good at quick and quiet right now. These headaches. Yeah. Anyone have a disguise kit? Hey, where's the bard? Oh, wait. That's <laughs> D&D. Wrong game. I mean, I guess we're just going to have to be careful. I don't know that we can do much else aside from try rolling quick and quiet. I think I'd like to make note that Skylar brought their whale because the whale originated from Atlantis. <gasps> Does the whale have white glassy eyes? Oh my gosh, does it? You will need to try to summon your whale. Skylar pulls out a whale-shaped whistle and blows on it, and no one hears anything, and all of a sudden, whale appears. Except that it doesn't. <gasps> no! Where's my whale? Well, your whale also shares a mind space with the Atlanteans, doesn't it? It does? I thought it did. Or at least, didn't they explain it that all of their fish companions are bonded are bonded mentally with them you could read about that yeah i'm gonna roll i read about that right. i read about that i had an idea i, had an idea. <laughs> I got a nine i opened a book and look it, it says right, right in here, here. <laughs> the whales are all connected <laughs> Mixed success. Yeah, all that stuff you said, probably that's probably right. <laughs> so like the whales are tied in with the Atlanteans or like I'm tied in with my own whale because we've connected. Did you roll? I thought that was already. No, I, I heard Allie's roll. I didn't hear a Skylar roll. I automatically succeed. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So with an automatic success, you remember that when you made that connection with your whale, you needed to find a way to connect your mind with the whale in the same way that all Atlanteans do it. 
Oh, so does that mean that's how you're connected to the Atlantean brain space and that's why you're hurt oh. right now? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. What happens if Skylar tries to connect with their whale? You can roll magic. Seven. All right, mixed success. So as you start to push your mind and penetrate towards the whale in a way that normally feels like putting on a glove, it's just so natural, but this time feels very unnatural, that pain in your head starts getting worse and worse and worse and worse until it's just so unbearable that you Uh, have to stop. I can't do it. It's got my whale too. I think we need to find Mark. Yeah, I think so too. Let's head towards the school. Okay, so- As I mentioned, a lot of this place is pretty messed up. Half of it on the east side is flooded, like six feet of water, like you'll need to swim through that. Or you can go on the west side, which is higher ground, not quite as much flooding, but there's still some water. uh, But presumably you'd be more out in the open if you go that way. Caleb, how comfortable are you with swimming? (sighs) I'm normally pretty good at swimming, but I'm really tired right now. I also worry about being in water with the Atlanteans around. Yeah. What if we could like make a submarine or something? Um, I have a bubblehead charm, but I don't know. Again, I don't know if we want to be in the water. Yeah. I just feel like a bubblehead is different than a submarine because one of those things can get stabbed by a trident. Well, submarines can also get stabbed. No way. Invincible. (laughs) Oh, are there those little Vespas? Oh, the Segways. Segways? Segways. Uh, well, you actually know that the Segway office is not too far from here. Okay. Also, uh, I wonder if they are uh, weird magic tech Segways or if they are literally just Segway brand muggle Segways that they got. I think they were muggle Segways. They got them in bulk. Yeah. I think we should go get Segways and that will make it easier to get through the city to the school. Yeah. Okay. But are Segways loud? <laughs> Aren't we trying to be sneaky? It's fine. Okay. Oh, you know what? I have a solution to that. Let's get the segues, and then I will cast uh, Muffliato. Muffliato on them. Yeah. It's a great idea. Okay, so you're heading towards the Segway office? Yes. All right. Yeah, so you guys make your way down and around, and as you get closer to the Segway office, you see a building that looks abandoned. You've actually, aside from the two guards that you met right when you walked through the door, haven't seen anybody But it is pretty creepy how the door to the building is ever so slightly ajar. This is creepy, guys, right? It's really creepy. It's like someone went around slightly opening doors just to to creep us out. Juan's at the ready, I think. Skylar turns to Caleb and whispers, Caleb, you're the strongest one here. And they have tridents, but I know that you secretly work out every night. You really work out. And you've got these amazing muscles. And I I just want to say that they're really impressive. Now's the time to use them. Okay. All right. All right. Roll Inspire. <laughs> uh, let's see. Roll to six. Plus one is seven. Plus Caleb is eight, nine, ten. On a ten plus, you inspire someone. Choose two. Strong, perceptive, clever. Strong and perceptive. Okay. You get plus one forward to body and plus one forward to heart. Great. Your words were so kind that my muscles feel bigger. While I am statistically likely to be able to take these people out now, I also would love like a distraction, right? I think that if I could somehow get one of our relationship bonuses to apply to this role, it'd be a much better situation. I'm going to pull out from my bag of holding 
one of those little little guys, little, little duplicating guys that make a bunch of noise. Duplicating guys? I forget what they're called. Oh, oh, you're talking, they duplicated in uh, the seventh movie. Uh, yeah. Your decoy detonators. Okay, oh. I pull out a decoy detonator and I wind it up. And I put it right in front of the door and let it walk inside. All right. And I'll sneak around behind and take those guys out as they're looking at it. All right. Uh, Allie, roll convince. Convince. I get zero for that. Um, it was a seven. On a seven to nine, choose one. They need proof. They go along with it for now. They do it, but are now terrified of you or you bribe them. Um, I don't know if these all make sense in this situation. I think they're terrified of it. Okay. Okay. I don't think they've ever seen one of these before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so it's let bad. me, I'll give you, I'll give you my pitch. You put it in a way where like, as it walks through the door, uh, the light inside hits it in just the right way that it makes a shadow. That's the size of the entire wall. So it's like a yeah. giant monster. <laughs> and, and uh, the Atlantean, who you see as you poke your head through, immediately gets up uh, and takes two steps backwards, brandishing its trident at the shadow. All right, Caleb, I think, I think, I think it's distracted. Yeah, you do it. I leap. You want me to roll body, don't you? Roll. Yeah, roll. Roll struggle. It's a complete success. Just a quick knockout smack. Okay. Wolf hand. And he crumples to the ground. So were his eyes also milky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exact same thing. Huh. Skylar looks at his aura. It's also the exact same aura. So is it like now it's not just that they're, you know, sharing a, a brain space. They're just the same person? It kind of seems like one person has taken all of their brains over. But why aren't I taken over? Oh my gosh, what if my whale's gone rogue? Oh no. I think that they're all experiencing the same intense pain that you are, but their brains have some sort of defense mechanism. The Atlanteans have been here for so long that their species probably has evolved from a time before we had the spigots. I wouldn't be surprised if they knew more than we did, because we don't know anything. <laughs> I, I'm curious, Skylar, can you read your own aura fingerprint thing? Or is that not a thing you can do? Um, yeah. Skylar closes their eyes and internalizes their focus to their aura from the inside. I'm curious if it's the same, if they are all Skylar. Roll magic. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So it's not the same aura as these things. But when you squint and look close, it's got traces of like the exact same wavelength for pieces of it. Weird. So whoever or whatever is trying to affect all these brains is sort of half succeeding on you, I guess? Something like that. Yeah. Well, let's hope Skylar doesn't turn evil on us. I know. I'm susceptible to it, though. You guys should watch out. (laughs) Uh, yes. Well, we'll stay with you. And if we keep our brain bonds strong, I'm pretty sure that we'll be okay, right? Uh... Hopefully. Should should one of us not have the shared headache just in case, and then like if it takes all of you over, one of us one of us can be one of us can kill the rest. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not that, but have full faculties to do something about it. I mean, maybe, but 
What is what? What are they gonna do? They'll they'll just be attacked by the rest of us. Sure. We don't have to do that. It's just an idea. It's gonna be Caleb. Caleb will be able to knock us down and tie us up. <laughs> it does mean that all of our headaches are gonna get a little worse, though, except for Caleb. Yeah, I uh, release it from Caleb. <sighs> uh, thank you all. All right, now I can move. And everybody else's is a little bit worse now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not great. Yep. Mind over um, matter. Ooh. Okay. Segways. Whew. Segways. Yeah, I'm taking the lead. As soon as I'm freed from this thing, I'm just going to go. Start turning them on, and I'm feeling particularly intelligent right now, so I think I can figure that out. Yeah, 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 totally. You find a bunch of segways in the back of this building, and you get them out and get them going. Do they make noise when you drive them a little bit? No, that's the best part about segways. They're (laughs) They're virtually silent. Silent. (laughs) Okay, no need for magic on that then. Yeah, so I think with these segways, you guys can just go, where, where are you trying to go? now you're just trying to go to the school yeah i assume yeah to the dorm to see if mark's okay and so you take off silently through the city slipping building to building as you make your way towards blibblethorpe making my way downtown one thing is very clear as you go through this city yeah there's some kind of hive mind or something that's controlling all of these things you are convinced of that uh you see several of them like marching in unison they seem like they are clearly not themselves and several of them seem to be going almost the same place that you are except that as you turn off towards the dorm building where you remember mark living in the rest of them seem to be heading directly towards the center of campus where one of the main lecture halls is. Uh, and so, you know, discarding the segues, you all uh, are now at the dorm building that you're pretty sure Mark is in. All right, let's 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 go in and look for Mark, I guess. Yeah, but be careful because there was, I, I mean, he stopped talking to us for a reason, right? Like something must have found him. And hopefully yeah. they didn't get him and make him somehow also susceptible to this thing and he's going to fight us. Yep, hopefully that doesn't happen. Thanks thanks for that, Leo. No Had problem. That. <laughs> Just thinking about all possibilities over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Expect the worst, hope for the best. That's right. Thanks, Skylar. Uh, all right. My head hurts. Let's try to do the thing that gets it so that we're done with this headache as soon as we yes, can. Yes, please. That sounds good Mark. to me. Yeah, like, do we call out for Mark? That uh, seems inadvisable, maybe, but... Did yeah. he tell us what floor his his dorm room was on? I don't remember. I mean, if we don't know which floor, I guess we've got to go floor to Hold floor. On. You know exactly. You like oh, you're, oh, you're oh. guessing that Mark still lives in the same dorm room, but like you guys had class with him, like you know where right. he yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so yeah, we start heading to Mark's dorm room then. Yeah, so you tread your way up the stairs. This building also seems like it's abandoned. No one seems to be around. Um, and as you enter Mark's bedroom, it also seems deserted. Uh, the only thing you notice is that the closet, the door is closed. The, the closet door is closed? The door to the closet in the bedroom is closed. Scott is going to approach the closet door and like get real close and whisper, Hey, are you in there, Mark? You hear Skylar? Is that you? Oh, yeah, God. we're here. Are you, you haven't been followed, have you? Not that we know of. Uh, Skylar turns to Caleb. Close the door. We might have been followed. But like close right. it quietly. Close it quietly and I sniff, sniff, sniff. Watch the door. What happened to your Mark? Uh, yeah, he opens the closet door and you see him like curled up into a little ball on the floor in the closet. His eyes are wide and it seems like he's seen some stuff. Oh, gosh. 
Skylar like goes down to level with him and puts a hand on his back and pats him slash like gives him half a hug. Wow, you roll. Can I like inspire him to feel more courageous? I think it's or I just think I think it's treat wounds. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I rolled a three. Uh-oh. Plus heart is three. Do you have a relationship with Mark? No. Uh, okay. Yeah. He's too rando. He, he starts he He's starts rocking rando. back and forth a little bit. Oh, oh no. no. Oh. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, I don't think I have a connection with Mark. I'm looking on this list. I don't think I even wrote his name down. Oh no. Then, then you know, you know you're really a minor character. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down their names. I'm adding him to the list now though. <laughs> and what am I gonna call him? Mark that Atlantean I forgot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I find a blanket and put it around him. All right. In this case, so it takes him about 45 minutes to kind of calm down. He was hyperventilating there for a little bit. Oh, yeah, I conjure sorry, some Mark. cocoa for him and give him a blanket. Yeah, and it seems like as a result, you guys have lost some time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and like outside, it's starting to get dark out. But eventually Mark is like, oh, I don't. Start, uh, start from the beginning, Mark. What happened? I don't. It. He. Oh, I. Do you guys know um the muffin man? Okay, I'll start from the beginning. Look, th- there's this project, something old, really really old in uh, in the sciences building, you know the one, right? Um and well, I I've been hearing rumors about it for a while and, and, and you know, it's not like it's totally new that weird stuff has been happening here. I I mean, the city center, we we got that leak and they couldn't fix it for like a month earlier this year. But it seems like, I I don't know, whenever you guys did your thing, uh, right away something happened. They, I mean, the Blilithorpians, they've all been part of this sort of collective thing. They share thoughts in their brains and stuff. But I, I mean, I've been studying with them for years. I've never seen anything like this at all. It's like they have this one singular purpose. And God, I think they wanted to kill me. <gasps> no. Why? Murder? I don't know, but look, Thagnar, the the king. You know, you you the remember? Hero's son. No, that's Thagrock. Yep. That's oh. that's Thagnar's oh. son. Oh, Thagnar's the hero, the mighty hero right. king. Right. Right. Uh, right, right, right. He's the headmaster of Blibblethorpe and the leader of the Atlanteans. Yeah. Yeah. He's been going down. They have this project, like I said, at the bottom of the science lab. It goes pretty far underground to this thing. I think it's like one of those things that you guys have been searching for. A spigot. Yeah, I think they've been doing stuff with it, experimenting on it, something. I've heard rumors. I mean, that's fine, but like- Is it? Yeah, the the part where they want to murder people and all have been taken over, that's a problem. Yeah. I wonder if the spigot is responsible for it. It must be. It's gotta be. I don't- know if experimenting with Elden magic is a good thing. I mean, that's kind of what we do. I mean, all the time, pretty much. Would you, yeah. <laughs> but And as long as, like, their hearts are, like, good, like ours, and they want to fix it like us. Well, that's what I'm saying. What if good. someone wasn't, and then it was just another instance like Doug? Mark, it is, you said you heard rumors. Do you know anything about what they were trying to do? What was their goal with experimenting with it? Well, I, I think they were trying to make something. Like what? I don't... Uh, may, maybe it would be easier if I just showed you. Yeah. yeah. 
And he sort of like shakily gets to his feet and motions for you to follow him. He walks out of the dorm room, crouching low to the ground into the basement of the building. Very quickly, he starts. Are you guys following him? Yes. Uh, sure. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's going directly to the basement. He goes to the basement of the dorm room, which leads to some underground tunnels that follow a series of catwalks. He takes you for about 10 minutes, and he's silent. Like, he, his eyes are wide. He doesn't even know how to process what he is taking you to. Uh, and until it opens up into this sort of massive, deep, cavernous atrium, and you see... In the water, the most horrifying giant squid you've ever seen in your life. And he very shakily points up. He points a hand towards a catwalk that leads down towards the water, where you see a line of Atlanteans all walking up to the giant squid one at a time, offering themselves to the squid (gasps) as they jump in and disappear. Oh my god. They're actively dying. Okay, we need to stop this. Is this the squid from the lake? No, this is this is like a hundred times bigger than the giant squid from the lake. This thing is old and scary. Like, Skylar, you feel a sense of deep, deep, dark foreboding, and you know that whatever this thing is, it's not good. I can't defeat it with a body roll, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I think this is an Elden magic squid. It's super evil. Do we notice any Blubblethorpians that are not feeding themselves to the squid, like out of the line and watching it happen? Uh, no, you don't. It's all of them? Yep. Uh, you do notice, however, that in addition to the Atlanteans, there's several whales that also are willingly jumping into <gasps> this squid. Whoa. And Mark says, I hate to say it, but I think the spigot's in there. In the squid? Yeah. Uh, I really don't want to get eaten. So if if the spigot getting overloaded caused this, then what the heck was it supposed to do normally? What what has it been doing before this? I don't think this thing existed until about ten minutes after I talked to you guys. Um, Skylar rolls to see if they recognize their own whale there. Like in line? Yeah. You don't need to roll. Um, your whale's not in line, but as you stare into the deep, dark depths of this pool, you get the very sinking sensation that your whale is alive and inside the belly of the squid. <gasps> Yo. No. My whale is alive in the squid. So the, all the Atlanteans that are going in there, maybe they're still alive. I yeah. hope so. Oh, thank goodness. There's still hope. Ah, beans. We're going to have to go in there, aren't we? 